0: The winner of COVID is digitalization and automation. So digitalization in general has increased. People have adopted it much, much more.
1: Welcome to the MTD Podcast. I'm Giovanni Albanese hosting today's show. A passionate engineer and a very proud member of the MTD team. It's a privilege to be back at the UK headquarters of DMG Mori, based in Coventry, a billion pound global organisation and world leading supplier of machine tools, automation and technology. Together, we have embarked on a podcast journey looking at at all aspects of the UK business and finding out what makes it so successful. Today, we will be looking at lifecycle products, and we'll be discussing all products um, within this range, which include digitalization, a really exciting podcast, this one. I mean, I'm joined today by two special guests. Firstly, Steve Finn, an industry leader, ambassador for engineering and managing director of DMG mori uk how the devil are you steve
0: uh, the devil's in the detail <laughs> i'm fine geo thank you very much indeed nice to see you back
1: again uh, steve thank you very much for having me back again and having mtdcnc at this fantastic facility it's fantastic that you've opened the doors to us um, and kind of shedding light on everything that happens within the business we also have the pleasure to be joined by john adams an industry expert with a wealth of experience And life cycle product specialist at DMG Murray UK. Thank you. (laughs) Welcome, John. John, John, I've not really heard of of life cycle products before or or for it to be categorized in this way Um, but before we get into this fascinating podcast and I can't wait to really um, deep dive into it can you just tell our audience a little bit about your experience where did you start about your journey in engineering please
2: okay yes so my journey in engineering started when I left school and I did 20 years as a customer uh, to machine tools and was a facility management and ran about 100 machine tools in relationship to maintenance and making sure they ran and replacing them with new stock so I had a vast experience then that company closed I moved from sunny devon to here and now I work for DMG Mori previously I was with for another OEM and I've been here for about 8 years
1: now oh, brilliant and um this this podcast is really relevant to our current climate um, and we'll get onto that shortly but Steve Today we are discussing this subject. Can you start by giving our audience an overview of what life cycle products mean at DMG Murray?
0: Yes, what we've done is we, we formalised it into a position which we can offer various services and products um, to really enhance the capabilities of the machine, give the customer better efficiency um, and and utilise the machine a lot better, and you know there are many products in there. John will go through those individual products um, that that all have a meaning to somebody. And some sometimes every single product um, can be put together to actually give the benefit to the customer. Um, what we what we're looking at here is we're looking after customers long term. It's not about selling a piece of cast iron, getting in and getting out. It's about building that relationship working with the customer making sure that he gets the best efficiency from the machine and we of course have the then enjoy repeat business
1: so effectively steve you're adding value through these products um, and you're kind of really like getting the best out of the machine tool getting the, the the best longevity from the machine tool through these products
0: Adding value is is certainly a, a key term, isn't it? So, yes, that's what we're doing. And the customer's always looking to improve. And these are various ways to improve.
1: Thanks, Steve. Now, in, in a digitalised world, not just at DMG, Mori, but a- around the world, and, and certainly after COVID, digitalisation has increased uh, yeah. massively. You know, it's gone to a completely um, different level. John? Can you firstly break down the different products that we're going to be talking about in this podcast?
2: Okay, so we have a number of products. We have MyDMG Mori, which is the online portal. We have Net Service, which is a remote access to increase uptime. We have Messenger, that is a product that monitors the machine and allows the customer to see exactly what's going on with the machine 24-7 we also have another product called workblick that product is all about managing the facility managing the machine tool and managing everything around it including the environment to make sure it's more efficient and so that product is more efficiently made because everything's ready on time
1: right, i want to start with my DMG, Murray. we've touched upon this in previous podcasts, but I want to really deep dive into this again. Um, in a world now where we need to be more and more competitive every day, just to to stay competitive amongst ourselves, but more importantly globally, yeah. you know, tell us about DMG that my DMG MORI and, and how it works. So my DMG MORI
2: is an online portal that can be accessed through any mobile device or PC, which means it's available twenty four seven. So all the information I'm talking about is available 24-7. You, In principle, the most important thing is you can log if there's a fault on your machine 24-7. So as soon as it's logged, it will go onto our system and our service experts can then assess what's wrong or a spare part can be processed or applications issue can be addressed. Also within it, you've also got the manuals for all the machines you have all the commercial documents such as invoices and credits and all your service reports so that you have a full overview of the machine you don't need to go and look through different places you don't have to put it in different folders and files and speak to different departments you've got all the data in one source and finally there's one area it's called my documents which is just for you for your business so that if you've got specific setups or you've got issues with machines that you may have quick fixes for or putting on certain fixtures for certain jobs you can go into there those files and have a look and draw those down for your machine
1: so this is the first step into digitalization the dmg mori way it yes. sounds expensive is it no
2: this is free of charge to any dmg mori customer and Yeah, it's we should be signed up and just taken and used, and there's no security risk. It is a portal, very similar to like Amazon or other like websites, so there's no interaction of information. No hidden costs. No hidden costs. No nothing. In actual fact, you get ten percent discount on shipping if you order your part,
1: so it's free, and we give you something for using it. And it's a way of kind of well, a place, in a way, to have all of your information on all of the products that that your client has, or they've got, it's a a, a portal for information, effectively.
0: Yeah, and it's very, very easy for them to use. So, um, for example, you know, uh, let's say a works manager may be leaving the the company at 7 o'clock in the evening. He's got a, a particular issue with one of the machines, um, he can get a picture of that machine, and he can change that picture to suit whatever. But generally, it's a it's a static picture of the machine model. Um, he can press that button. He can then that will automatically ask what he wants to do. I want to request a service engineer. Press the button. Bump. It comes straight through to us. Now the responsibility is for us to respond back. So in normal business hours, eight o'clock the next morning, we're straight on the phone to the customer right, this is your problem, you've reported this problem, this is what you can do. But the whole idea with this digitization is it will go further. Um, and in the future, and in the very near future, what will happen is that particular guy said, I've got a problem with my tool changes locked up on a, a particular machine, on that particular machine. The first thing it will do will send a video through to the customer on how to unlock it himself. Now, he may wish to use that or he may not, to use it might want us to come in and do it but either way we're available and it's our responsibility to come back to him at 8 o'clock the next morning so it's a very transparent everybody can see what's going on it's a very simple system to use very very simple system to use and it stores all the data in one place, easy you know. generally speaking what will happen is customer rings the supplier the machine tool supplier first thing he says is what's the machine's serial number, well I don't know because I've got seven of them on the shop. I don't know. It was number seven. Well, we don't know what number seven is. Yeah? And he's gone, so he doesn't know the serial number. In this case, it's just the picture. Picture. It's that one. Bump. Bump. And we've got all the data. We've got the serial. We've got the history of the machine. Everything sits in front of us immediately.
1: That was my next question, actually, Steve. Does it kind of keep all of the history of the machine yes, tools that they have? everything. That's really and important, isn't yeah.
0: it? Yeah, and as John said, things like your accounts, your invoicing, your manuals, all of this information is kept online. And we will develop it further and further and further.
1: Steve, have you... Uh, you know, I've Prior to COVID, I know for a fact that a lot of people looked at digitalisation Industry 4.0 as a little bit of a gimmick. Mm. I don't think they do anymore. I think they're actually taking it seriously now and they can really see tangible benefits um, in efficiency and productivity through digitalisation. Have you seen the adoption of MyDMG Mori increase since COVID hit?
0: Well, yes and no. Um, What we have seen increase... Uh, and the winner of COVID is digitalisation and automation. Absolutely. So, yeah, digitalisation in general has increased significantly and people have adopted it much, much more. But we had quite a good take-up previously with my Mori because it's unique in the machine tool industry. You know, why wouldn't we want to be transparent with our customers? So, every day, we've still only got something like 50% of the machines signed up in the UK and we've got... 9,000 odd machines so there's still a long way to go for people to get this benefit. Well
1: for me it sounds you know a no brainer really especially with it being free of charge the benefits that you actually get for it sound, sound fantastic there's a lot of work yep. that's gone into that I would yep. imagine. Now John moving on to the other products now so the the and g Mori is kind of your, your kind of foot in the door if you like into your digitalization yep. products. Where do I go from there? So the next level is net service Net service is a remote access
2: so that our service experts, our applications department can then access your machine or the customer's machine. Why as would, would you be. want to do that? So if the machine breaks down, um, we can then see what the fault is. We can see the alarms. We can see the status of the control, the inputs, the outputs. And our service experts then can work out if they can fix it online or if... It needs an engineer, but if it needs an engineer, it gives a good idea of what parts may be required. Also, we sell a camera with it, which goes with the package, and the camera can be like a visual video stream. So, for instance, if you're programming and there's an issue programming, then you could visualise it on the screen and watch the programme and see what's going wrong and see why. And the same, if you've got a tool change, you're trying to get someone to repair a tool changer, you can use the camera to video stream what they're doing and advise them the best way of doing it. So it'll be just like having a service engineer sat beside you telling you what to do. The only difference is they will
1: be in an office somewhere. So how how many um, scenarios do you get that you can actually solve uh, or problems you get that you can actually solve remotely? Is it quite a high percentage? At the moment, it's about a 50% fixed rate. Wow. Um,
2: and for, uh, just to give you some idea, we've had one engineer fix four different machines throughout the country, which, if in a normal circumstance, you would have had to wait a day for an engineer.
1: How long did it take him to fix the four machines?
2: Um, one day to well, fix all four. <laughs> yeah, all four. So, it normally the driving alone would have been probably two days. So, and then he'd have to get there. So, by doing it remotely, the machine was put right back up and running he was a skilled uh, software engineer so he could use it that because of his specific training he could do it and because of the Pacific fault he could do it which means that they're up and running within two or three hours
1: and that ultimately that's what what it boils down that's to that's what it isn't does it? yeah yeah you know, that, that i mean the, the, the end user wants his machine tool up and running because that's what's making him money and paying the bills we, Steve, yeah. we, we, um, we've spoken
0: about service and all the other things that we supply here. Actually, a customer doesn't want to see them, yeah. you know, in the, in the best world in the world, they doesn't want to see our <laughs> service <laughs> <No>. guys, <laughs> yeah. you know, because they want, they want productivity. So to give them that productivity and that example echoed around this company very strongly because that particular engineer um, was based in Huddersfield and and he repaired the four machines, one in Devon, one in Newcastle, one in York and one in Chelmsford. All on the same day. Probably did it all within a few hours as well. Yeah, unbelievable. And guess what? Free of charge.
1: But did he get a pay rise? No, because it's free <laughs> of charge. He worked for us free of charge. No, that was a free of charge. So Unbelievable. You know, unbelievable. So unbelievable. I mean, this that's... is
0: how we want to look after our customers. This is why we want to be a market leader. You can't be a market leader and then sit there and say, Oh, we'll deliver in a service engineer the next day. It's not good enough.
1: So you're creating yeah. a win-win scenario. Is that correct to say? Is that so. fair to say?
0: I hope so. I hope the customer wins. I hope the customer keeps his productivity, and I hope we keep
1: repeat business. Yeah. And it's, this is uh, this is not the only product that you offer. Now, John, this is just one of another three yeah, products. Yeah, that's right. So let, let's move on to to messenger. Yeah. You know, can you tell me and our audience what messenger is and, and everything that it entails?
2: Okay, so messenger is a tool that you can monitor the production and what your machine is actually doing live once again on any mobile device on any pc so that you can have big screens up in your workshop so you can show your employees what it's doing or for instance you, at a weekend if your machine is running uh, automation you can make sure it's running and it's online with uh, all the data of the spindle and the spindle running you can see if the feed overrides have been changed which program is running, how long each part's taken. So you can use it to analyse what the machine is doing, what it's done, where you can improve, and how the machine can become more efficient. And how you can manage your staff more efficiently, because they can also have alarms on it. So when the machine stops working, the alarm will flag up. So even if you're in a working day and you've got a large environment with four or five automation machines that are spread... You can be, if it stops working, you can go and look at it instead of waiting to think it's still finished when it's not finished because the spindle stopped for some reason. So you get an alarm and say the spindle stopped and off you go and fix it. So is it monitoring the uptime of the machine? Yes, it's monitoring the uptime and it will give you weekly, daily reports automatically
1: in different formats so that you can see what it's doing. And if the uptime needed to be increased, if the efficiency was quite low, how does. How how would they then, from that information gathering, how would they then increase in, uh, their efficiency and productivity?
2: I think the first would be to see that the spindle, when the spindle was running, be the first thing. It may be stopped running during tea breaks and lunch breaks and things like that. So that would be the first easiest one to do. Then you could look at your speeds feeds. Also, night shift and things like that. Sometimes people turn the feed overrides down, so the machine's running slightly less. So they can do other things. So you'd see if the feed overrides are running at what they should be. And basically analyse the programme and make sure the programme is running. And when the spindle was turning, why isn't it turning? Is it because they're going to have a coffee? Is it because they're loading a new part? Or whatever, you don't know. And, and that will help you find that.
1: I mean, is it, is, is it a case that the, the machine tool monitoring is also kind of bringing a sense of accountability onto the shop floor? it's certainly given accountability and yes we've had
2: you know some some people look at it in different ways we say but overall it makes the business more efficient it makes it more profitable and secures the environment for those employees so it is it it makes the machine more accountable to the
1: person who's using it or in control of it and Steve what kind of success have you have you seen from this uh, messenger so far
0: um we we monitor it um i haven't got the figures in front of me, but we monitor the usage of it throughout the each month and that is actually monitored through group as well so we look at that and um we encourage people to use it there are still a lot of people that just want to use the telephone but the smart people will be linking into this and um you know that that example we we said with four machines getting up each of those customers Um, spoke to us and said, great, thank you very much, and off they get. But that's what they expect. That's the level of expectation that comes from purchasing a DMG Murray on there. I just wanted to say also what John was saying there. Just reiterate, because he said it at the beginning, all of these software packages can be accessed via any mobile device so anywhere in the world. So you can be sitting in an airport, on a beach, in the golf course wherever you need to be the important things in life yeah <laughs> um, and you can look at the productivity and security of your machines and, and understand what's going on and you, you know you don't need somebody to give you a report on it it's there it's live
1: yeah I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I you know I, I think that it's some time in the future that factories and production facilities will be, be com- nearly completely run remotely to to a certain degree I can see that that yeah. day coming and uh, to, to, to increase efficiency in the machine tool let's get this clear now people are paying a lot of money for that machine tool you know yeah. you know hundreds of thousands of pounds yeah. if not millions you know I think it's a cardinal sin if you're not utilizing that machine tool and, and keeping that spindle running because mm. at the end of the day that is what they've paid for that machine yeah. tool to do so would you say that some of these benefits are really kind of um, giving your end user the productivity gains that the machine tool is one thing but this is really further enhancing it to actually they may be, might be making money but now they're, they're making a lot of money because of these products on top if yeah. they if they're used correctly, yes, if they're used
2: correctly, because what they're meaning is, is that the machine's producing, and as long as it's producing, it's making parts. As long as it's good parts, it's making money. And for instance, I know two examples using messenger. I think I've touched on one. One they've got five machines, and they're in two different areas for automation. And they presume that they will run for three hours, and then they need to change the parts. If the machine stops, they don't go back until that three-hour period so they want messenger on it so that they know when the machine is running also very simple at weekends with bar feed machines talking to someone they use it so when the bar runs out of the weekend one of their staff goes in who's nominated for that weekend and refills the bar and the machine carries on running so they have two days of production lights out without staff which they didn't have before
1: again game changer i think game that changer. everyone needs to be running yeah. 24/7 if they can and yeah. they've got the work to do so it's it just does it yeah. makes perfect sense 24/7 now they can't produce unless they maintain the machines you know that they'll start breaking down so what kind of what what kind of packages have you got for that
2: so what we you offer now is a package called workblick and workblick is a proactive management maintenance system so this takes on all the activities that are should be done through maintenance is fully programmable by yourself it's really really simple to use it is very similar to my dmg mori and my dmg mori is probably the baby version and WorkBlick is the next step so basically what it means is is that you can put in figures you can ask to do things so when you start using your machine you can look at the machine check the coolant to make sure that it's the right level put the figure in uh, you can see, if you're very particular, you want to, say, check the squareness of the spindle, etc., before you start making parts, because you may be making very expensive parts. Or you want to do you may be running Kaizen or, you know, different types of Sigma. And so you want to see your work environment. So when your next shift operator comes in, he just ticks off and says, yeah, the, shift, the area is as it should be. All my tools are there. I don't have to go and look for them. I can start working immediately as the shift starts. Or you can leave shift notes. So basically with that, um, it it gives an outcome, a good or bad outcome. And if it's a bad outcome, then automatically the manager will know about it because it's proactive, as I said. And so, for you know, the, the, the interesting one is coolant. Coolant people get dermatitis. And so for managers, as long as that's checked every day and it's managed... Then you're protecting your staff and you're protecting your business from ongoing legal reasons. Mm. So, with WorkBlick, you fill it in to yes, tick, and if it's over limit, it will send a little alarm and message to someone to do it. How many machines
1: can WorkBlick service?
2: Um, it's it's a thousand machines. It will just go on. But we in the UK, we we sell it on a basis of ten machines, and then it goes up from there. So 10 is the usual, but other things you can use on it, so for instance, your fire extinguishers, your ladders, any of your other equipment that you may use, Pat testing can also be on there, and the bit I like, all your inspection equipment can be installed to it as well, so that if any of that equipment goes out of the limits, as a manager you will know, and then you can get it recalibrated,
1: repaired, so it takes away administration time. So, it's a complete package all of these products, and yeah. Steve, you know we we talk about well we we're talking about life cycle products now, for me, that means longevity of the machine tool you know you want your clients to get the best longevity and the best out of that machine tool, and you you can't do it without maintaining it as much as you think that you can. Maintenance yeah. is key, isn't it, Steve?
0: yeah, I mean people use machines very hard and You know, quite rightly so, that's what they're purchased for. So for one minute, they're roughing off great big lumps of metal, and then the next minute, you're asking it to bring a nice little cutter in to work within microns. So that spindle's got to be very robust, and, um, you know, the the, the spindles that we supply now, the spindle Speedmasters, which have three-year unlimited warranty from day one, um, are capable of doing that. But like everything in life, things need looking after. Things need tightening up, you know, and um, a little bit of polishing here and there and maybe consumable parts and certainly oils and and such like need to be replaced. You can't just keep using the machine indefinitely without maintenance um, because you will suffer poor downtime, without a doubt, on anybody's machine. That's a fact of life. And, of course, you know, some of the stuff we're looking at as well gives you the opportunity to increase the productivity and making sure that whilst that spindle is running, you're getting the very, very best from it. That's that's the driver here.
1: I mean, lifecycle products that you offer, You know, it, 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 I think it speaks for itself that, that the productivity and efficiency gains that you get. But, Steve, you're going to be tapping into your clients' networks, if you like, you're going to have control of the machine tools. What kind of security is there in place, it, like the cyber security? Uh, John, maybe you might be in a good place to answer yeah. that. So
2: so for, for uh, Messenger, it's uh, on your own server, so it's an internal network that can be accessed via a mobile device using a VPN. So we all know them with... Net service, that is a standalone system. And when we need to connect it to our servers so that we can talk, then it sends out a connection. The connection is made. And the connection, um, I always describe it's like a little spider. The spider goes out, makes its web. It links. Where they all talk to each other. Um, and then the information goes up and down through the internet. It's encrypted the same way as WhatsApp. So no, even if you break into the tap, you can't see it and then when it's finished a spider comes back its web and cuts the web and there's nothing left so there's no way that your system can be hacked it's also got a German security system certificate which means it's uh, inspected uh, regularly and tested and it's never failed yet in the years that I know Uh, with the portal that is much like an Amazon web page and there is no data cross so there is no risk so no, no security problem. risks no, at all, then, John. No. Now,
1: Steve, going back to the theme of productivity and efficiency, which is ultimately the, the the most important thing for for any user, any end user, reducing cost per part. Have you got any kind of um, stats or or analytics on the kind of average savings you would expect from the life cycle products?
0: Mm, John, that's in your area, I'm afraid, but. Um, you know, what we've seen is, well, customers purchasing goods have seen a much better throughput. And I think the difficulty there comes is the customer sharing his financial, financials with us, which he doesn't want to, and quite rightly so. Um, so we don't know really what savings they do. But the reality is people come back and buy more. So they either add on to their existing equipment, maybe they do some trials in the first instance, and we've not yet done uh, trials which haven't resulted in future, you know, further purchases. So therefore, that kind of speaks for itself. Uh, and of course, what we're looking here is we're looking to retain the customer. That's the biggest stat that we want. We want to retain our customers on repeat business.
1: I think with this kind of product as well, Steve, aren't you kind of even further... Um, becoming a, such a much closer partner with your end user because you've started to learn more about their business than maybe you did before so that gives you more knowledge about what they do right what they do wrong what they're doing indifferently but ultimately the collaboration and the partnerships become stronger is is, is that safe that, to say? That, that's
0: very true and 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 that's about the transparency and the knowledge because we've got you know, several thousand customers out there, and we can't be in touch with all of them and understand all their business. But by putting this link with us, um, we can now have a better understanding of what what they want. And you know, I sort of align that to your subcontractor, who may have five or six customers that they look after so well. They do such a good job with their customer base in general, subcontractors, because they live, eat and breathe that customer. They know them inside out. And I've even seen contractors advising OEMs on really the better way to do things in business in general, not just about machine tools. Um, And that's because they know them. And then we've got to get to that stage. We've got to understand our customers much, much better so we can be much more um, proactive rather than reactive. So things like the net service will take us down the route eventually to you know ringing the customer up saying well you're going to need to replace that particular bearing um in three months time you know so we can schedule something in and and that kind of thing is much more you know proactive than waiting for the customer to have a failure you
1: -hmm. know and
0: that comes back to john's you know plan maintenance
1: i I think it's very honest i think that at the end of the day i i I think that you're extending the longevity of the machine tool. So some may see that as you sell less machine tools, but ultimately their success is your success because if they become more profitable, more efficient, they then can invest in more machine tools and you become successful together. It's yeah quite,
0: it's quite simple isn't it? It's quite a straightforward formula. <laughs> yeah. but it's amazing how many people don't do it yeah. and the reality is it's very difficult to collate all this information when you've got many thousands of customers and keep on top of it so this is a very very simple system
1: Steve for me when you're getting into this sorry John yes. for me when you're getting into this realm it, it, it's kind of you're not just selling a machine tool anymore you're you're completely working as a partner with the end users because you're going a lot further than just selling a product you're kind of working hand in hand
2: yeah trusted supplier yeah and if, if
1: or you want to quantify what we've
2: done there is one you could do on the Workblick website a customer called AML they they have put an article about Workblick and how efficient and they call it a game changer and how they couldn't work without it and I think that article is really worth to read where can you find that article if you go to the Workblick uh spelt uh, W-E-R-K-B-L-I-Q uh, and then it all come up and then you can review it and then you'll see customer reviews on the bottom
1: and it is really an interesting article you could read so great testimonial yeah. there and I think that really this has been a fantastic yeah. podcast, really insightful we're coming to the end of it, but any last thoughts Steve, I mean for me I could go on a lot longer and, and a lot more in depth in this particular podcast but any, any last thoughts, John are well, I,
2: yeah, we, we have got planned maintenance so, so also part of the package is we have a team of nine guys um, that do the planned maintenance and they go out and service we sell contracts we sell single services we even sell part of our partnership we sell training for them to carry out their own servicing and give a key so that we supply the service kits and then the customer service and machines and they have a key to remove the alarm code so we the maintenance plus package is what we do mainly and what we recommend but the idea is is that we try
1: and put a package that suits the customer so effectively, you tailor make tailor tailor making <laughs> these yeah, pack, packages, that's correct. Um, yeah. and you're making them self sufficient as well by kind of giving if them training to, yeah. if, if they want that. Yeah. Um, John, it's been an absolute pleasure. Steve, any last thoughts on on, on life cycle? Well, life cycle
0: products? products, like all of our departments, is is fairly um, critical to how the company functions. And it's not, as I said earlier, it's not about just landing a piece of metal and letting the customer get on with it. We want to stay in touch with them. We want to offer them some opportunities to uh, increase their products And, um, you know, Lifecycle Products does that. And Lifecycle Products, as you see, will work with service. It does the maintenance. We've got our own uh, Lifecycle Product maintenance team. So that's over and above what we spoke about with Andy with his 30-odd people and um you know this is again one of the uh, one of the um departments that i want to open up to the customers to make them aware of what we can do and also be very transparent in how we do it
1: steve i think you've been extremely transparent and thank you very much john if and steve saying if thank you ever
2: you. want me to visit to come through the product just make a phone call and i'll be there
1: John, thank you. So for all of our audience that have listened to this podcast and you didn't really understand what Industry 4.0 was, um, digitalization and how it could benefit your business, I hope this has really give you an insight how DMG Mori can benefit your business and improve your efficiency and productivity. If you have any further questions, don't hesitate to contact DMG Mori directly and please send us any feedback on this podcast. Until next week, the MTD podcast.